Yes, we are direct here from the Game Awards of uh, 2023. And uh, the winner is going to be prepared now. And the winner is... What? Lego Fortnite? Another, di another, digi another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Hello, ladies and uh, gentlemen, and welcome to another digital citizen. It's nearing Christmas. It is uh, the 13th of, uh, I almost said April there, uh, of December. I don't know why I almost said a that April. April? <laughs> I don't know how far you could possibly even be off. Because, like, I guess it goes in a circle, so you're not as far off as you possibly could be, right? I guess. <laughs> right. If you go into the next year. <laughs> hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. Hi. hi, I am so prepared for this podcast. <laughs> I don't think that that right there had anything to do with preparation. <laughs> I don't think mixing up December and April has to do with prepare, uh, preparation for the podcast, but yeah. Um, yeah, maybe I have been like a, a, a bear. I sleep in the winter. I har hibernate? Is that what they call it? Uh, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, hibernate? Yeah. I think that's... Hibernate, yeah. Hibernate. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm so American. Do you know what's American? Uh, yeah. Bald eagles. Yeah, that is very American. Apparently, I read uh, an article today. There was two guys mm -hmm. arrested for killing, like, 4,000 bald eagles, which is very illegal in America. Wow. I don't know why, why they killed. Why? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why <laughs> they like really, really hate eagles? Maybe there's some kind of you know like a, you know, medicine. It's like you know rhino horn. They kill rhinos and it's like some sexual right. thing. It could be that, or who knows? Or they're just assholes. May could be they're just assholes. Or they, or they really hate Hotel California. It says they were, um, got an article up. They were poaching bald eagles out of Montana from 2015 to 2021. Oh, Montana. <laughs> and illegally oh. selling them on the black market for whatever yeah. reason. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they hate Witcher Woman, uh, Hotel California, whatever else is an eagle's song. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> I fucking hate the eagles, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to go to the Hotel California. <laughs> yeah, I love the Eagles, by the way. That's uh, one of the best, like, those kind of bands uh, that there is. I think they have a couple good songs. I was just quoting Big Lebowski, that's all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, witchy woman. No, I was thinking uh, there's nothing more American than a Republican debate, was I was thinking about. Yeah, nothing... Uh more american than democracy oh wait that's not really what we are is it um uh that's incorrect yes yeah. uh republican presidential candidate scrapped for the political lives uh in Tus tuscaloosa alabama on wednesday uh ron DeSantis, nikki haley vivek ramaswamy and chris christie are still trading i are still trailing former president donald trump by wide margins though 
mm-hmm. yeah, so we had this random debate that now seems like it may be one of... It's definitely going to be the last debate that's um, under the RNC banner. The RNC has said they're dropping. Right. They're no longer going to do debates. But what I've heard is that CNN is planning a debate for right before the first primary. Um, mm. But that their current... Um, what is the the cutoff for the what can get you into the debate and what can't would only allow mm-hmm. one person in the debate. <laughs> so that's not a very good debate. Yeah, that's that's uh, debating with yourself is called masturbating, isn't it? Well, they'd have uh, yeah, I guess so with an audience. <laughs> so whatever that is, I guess OnlyFans. <laughs> To be fair, I would pay the shit out of Ron DeSantis OnlyFans. To be fair, to find out if he's at his he's actually as tall as he says he is. He's real height. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What number shoes does he really use? Because he yeah, you would just have to mm-hmm. ask for feet pics. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but this current debate was a little crazy. Uh, a little. Yeah, they want. I I think the biggest back and forth was definitely between Ramaswamy and Nikki Haley. He seemed like yeah, right from oh, the very beginning, he was like, "I'm going to go after this woman," because yeah. she currently, I guess, has a lot of backing from pretty mm, big donors. The Koch brothers just mm-hmm. backed her and their organization. So. Yeah, and you know, uh, when the Koch brothers support you, that's a good sign. Oh, wait, it isn't. <laughs> I mean, for her it is, because she's like a, <laughs> yes. a neocon, well, so her, she agrees yes. with all of their policies, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, I literally watched this debate uh, yesterday, and I was very late on the ball, as they say. Um, I thought it was really good. I really, I really thought... Uh, Vic was on it. I felt very much like you said it was between him and Haley. The whole thing was. I mean, I I I like uh, when Chris Christie went uh, after uh, Ronda San, uh, Santos, but it didn't really hit as well as it. Uh, I think he thought it would hit. Um, I mean, he went after everybody I, at one point. He he went after. Uh, Ramaswamy mostly just for attacking uh, Haley, kind of trying mm-hmm. almost like white knighting, defending her in the Very debate, which is like yeah. that's not the point of the de- of a debate. You're not supposed to right. be defending yeah. other people on the stage, right? Uh, but I guess he may- maybe he's getting money from the Koch brothers too, possibly is what I'm thinking. Um, yeah, could be. And then. I think his big thing was going after everybody, Christie's, I mean, mm-hmm. going after all of them for not uh, saying, or not going after Trump. Like, he's basically right. like, we're all here, and the point of us being here is to try to win the, the nomination, and yet none of us are attacking mm-hmm. the guy who's currently the front runner, which makes a lot of sense, but at the same time, yeah. like I've said in the past, if they do attack Trump, they lose voters, even if Trump does end up, for whatever reason, leaving the race, uh, and let's say these four people were left to choose from, uh, if you've gone after Trump, the, all those people aren't aren't going to pick you. So yeah, it's lose-lose if you do. 
I mean, he had uh, when he picked, uh, pulled out uh, uh, the notepad and held it to the camera, and uh, it said Nikki equals corrupt. That was kind of funny. <laughs> well, that was uh, Ramaswamy, right? Yeah, Ramaswamy. Yeah. Um, which I is that breaking the? I guess there's no rules against props. Is it right? I would like to see more props in future debates. Like, <laughs> it's just going to turn into a, a, a carrot top concert <laughs> sketch. It's like people pulling out just the silliest props they come ever. Out with horns, right? Like wonk wonk. <laughs> uh, when you when you have some uh, somebody that disagrees with your point, you're like wonk wonk. It's they just a laptop with a, a orange hat and a, a rifle, right. and they're like, "Look, it's Hunter's laptop." That that would be see that's comedy right there. I would pay to see that. Right, that yeah. that would actually make the this debate super entertaining. It, and then maybe Carrot Top could be the uh, actual you know moderator, moderator, or at least one of them. Yeah, you know. yeah. Uh. <laughs> who would be the other moderator? I guess that watermelon the guy. Moderator. Who was the moderator? Oh, who, yes. The guy who smashed yes. the watermelons, he could be the other moderator? Yes. Yeah. Yes. He's the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I, I have this idea that you can just put an AI into a box and probably it would make a better president than you both have and will get. I feel like that's got to be some movie art that already exists or TV show, right? <laughs> right. Um, yeah, but the U is agreeing to a deal in for the world's first laws to regulate AI. So mm -hmm. it might work in the U.S., but not in Europe, according to them. Yeah, because I, I yeah. I, 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 me personally, would like to have a AI president of the uh, United States. That uh, that would be nice, where everybody can vote online. That will work. Okay, well, the world's first yeah. comprehensive law to regulate AI ha has been agreed on in a landmark deal after a marathon thirty-seven hour negotiation between the European Ooh. Parliament and uh, EU member states. The agreement was described as historic. Um, it says that the European commissioner responsible for the suit of laws in Europe will also govern social media and search engines covering giants such as X, TikTok, and Google. Um, mm. Spain's Secretary of State for AI, who facilitated the negotiations, said France and Germany supported the te text amid report that tech companies in those countries were fighting for lighter touch approach. Um, yeah, I'm glad you're making a, a difference between text and text. <laughs> oh, they were right next to each other. I was like reading one while I'm like looking forward at yeah, the yeah. other one. I'm like, oh god. <laughs> yeah, but I, I I read this agreement. I I think it's good. I mean, it's it's a good start. It says the they would secure the ban uh, on use of real-time surveillance and biometric technologies, including emotional recognition uh, mm -hmm. with some uh, exceptions. There are also protracted negotiations over AI-driven surveillance, which could be used by police, employers, and retailers to film members mm -hmm. of the public. 
Um, what else? The, this would mean the police would be able to use invasive technologies only in the event of an unexpected threat of terrorist attack or the need to search for victims. Uh, okay. I guess that makes sense. Like, uh, I think yeah. they're talking about, like, Am Amber Alert, which I don't know if you have there, but, like, mm. say there was an Amber Alert, which is, like, a missing child. You could mm. use AI in cameras to try to search for that child, but not mm. for, like, just a random uh, person who, I don't know, didn't pay their taxes or something like that, right? Right, so this will never be misused by anybody, hint, hint. It's not already oh, oh. being misused in that way already currently. No, no. We definitely didn't see a TV show uh, about that a few years ago. <laughs> no, no. They literally Never. made a reality show about it, but okay, sure. <laughs> Whatever do you mean? <laughs> okay. Uh, other presidential candidates uh, that I think is good for America. Alex Jones. Alex Jones, yeah. Is he running you for president? Him? I didn't know that. Okay. <laughs> that's my suggestion, at least. I don't. I'm guessing that's not going to work out. But uh, why not? Uh, he's well. He's mostly hated. I think, right? I, I guess not really. Some why? people really like Alex Jones. <laughs> I think it's the fringes of people, though. Uh, <laughs> but because isn't um, Jank Uger also running for president? Oh, yeah. That's true. Or is, did yeah. he drop out yet, or is he still running? No, I don't even know. No, he didn't. That yeah. would be a, a good... Like, if we could just get rid of everybody else and the final debate was Alex Jones versus Cenk Uger, that would be super oh entertaining. Oh, my God. I would love that debate. Like, oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, I think that's the debate everybody really wants. But Elon <laughs> Musk this week had restored Alex Jones's Twitter account, from, mm -hmm. or known now as X, Pointing to a poll on social media platform formerly known as Twitter that came out in favor of the InfoWars host. Uh, it poses uncertainty for advertisers who have already fled X over concerns of hate speech. Mm -hmm. Musk posted to a poll on Saturday asking if Jones should be reinstated, with the results showing 70% of those who responded in favor. A few hours later, Jones' uh, posts were then again visible, the last one from 2018. So. That is a long time since he's been on X or whatever. Well, that, he got kicked off of everywhere kind of simultaneously, right? So yeah. was, this was the same time he got kicked off of YouTube and the same time he got kicked off of everywhere else, I believe. So mm. the only difference here is X is now run by Elon Musk, who is... Uh, he just is Elon Musk, <laughs> right? Like mm, Right, yeah. Uh, he went this week, he was, there was a, did you see that, like, weird news conference he did with the guy, and it, maybe it was last week, where he was, like, talking to Bob Iger and saying, if you don't want to advertise, fuck you, and mm -hmm. go, I don't spend your money here? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think he really gives a shit if, uh, advertisers leave because of Alex Jones. I almost think he's trying to s sink Twitter forever, like, that's his plan, is just to get... Yeah, why? <laughs> like, I don't. I don't know. Maybe has he invested billions of dollars into this shit company? Uh, yeah. He's how much? Yeah. What? Did he, he bought it for like thirty million dollars or thirty billion dollars or something crazy, right? Yeah. So why fucking destroy something worth that much? I don't know. 
I it, yeah. like maybe it has to do with the fact that like uh, right at the beginning he never really wanted to buy it in the first place. Mm. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Because yeah. like uh, he was forced into it by a lawsuit after saying, right. "Oh, I might do it," and they went through some negotiations, and he was like, "Oh, right. because of these these reasons, I don't actually want to buy it." And yeah, then they yeah. sued him and forced him to buy it, and now. Yeah. Uh, and now people are surprised He's that he wants it shut down. And I'm like, well, yeah. he didn't want it in the first place, so yeah. maybe that has something to do with it. Uh, hey, look, uh, I really need to piss. Uh, do you want to turn off uh, the recording, or should we let everybody hear it? Uh, we could just, yeah, we could just keep going and nobody, yeah, n- and not stop, even though people are listening, right? Yeah, that would be not weird at all. Yeah, no. Said said absolutely nothing. No yes. one. Speaking of Elon Musk uh, on on <laughs> and Twitter and Alex Jones actually and mm-hmm. Vivek Ramaswamy actually all in the same place for some reason with Andrew Tate of all people. Yeah. What? Yeah. What is happening in this world? What is happening here? Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy appeared uh, to forget to turn his mic mic off uh, in a Twitter sp- or X space. X space that just sounds X space silly. Yeah, that sounds silly. Yeah. Twitter space live stream, uh, <laughs> which included Alex Jones and Andrew Tate. Ramaswamy was one of the first candidates announced. Uh, blah blah blah. The X space that Ramaswamy was invited to on December tenth was hosted by Mario Nafwal. Never heard of him, and was also mm. attended by Elon mm. Musk. Uh, Jack Persobiak was also there. That guy's just a straight up racist. Yes, um, yes. The live stream took place hours after Alex Jones' account was reinstated. Jones, a far-right commentator, best known for pushing the conspiracy theory of Sandy Hook Elementary School, was permanently banned five years ago. Okay. But at one point during this live stream, about 100,000 people were listening. Musk and another speaker were discussing the choice to not have children. Jones, Alex Jones, interrupted the conversation to say, Somebody's got their phone in the bathroom. Uh, the head of the, the, you know, the person who put the Twitter space together says, that's your phone, Vivek, and I'm not able to mute you. Uh, Ramaswamy then turned off his mic and appeared to return seconds later. Sorry about that. I hope you feel better, Musk said, laughing, uh, and Ramaswamy said, I feel great. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, one listener I mean, wrote, Vivek was literally draining the swamp. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, another said, is this the first presidential candidate we've ever heard pee? Um, <laughs> like yeah. in the history of all <laughs> yeah. political campaigns? Possibly. I mean, I'm pretty sure... Uh, uh, Somebody shit there in themselves. Was some some uh, president? Uh, I seem to remember that shit himself directly on TV. I'm not sure. No, oh, okay, I don't remember that. I think it was Lincoln when he got shot. Well, but that would probably be true. Um, <laughs> Kennedy probably did the same thing. Uh, this kind of reminds me a little bit of that CNN guy who got caught masturbating on yeah. on Zoom. Yeah. A little yeah. bit, but like it's not as bad. But like, yeah, uh, it's just yeah. 
the guy that wrote the book about uh, 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 O.J. Simpson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Whatever his name was. It, mm-hmm. it kind of reminds me of that just because it's so, like, kind of boomer to Out forget there. to mute your yeah. mic when you go to the bathroom. Yeah. That is pretty boomer. It could just be a problem that X sucks and that he yeah. didn't, like, the it didn't, he clicked it and it didn't click or whatever. That's an option, too, I guess, but. At least he took it in stride, and he didn't, like, freak out about it or anything, I suppose. Do you think uh, Tron is a boomer? He's got boomer energies. Oh, definitely. Mm -hmm. What is he going to boom about today? Uh, We can start somewhere. This is Tron with Tron Tells the Truth. I dream sometimes about the 90s. Not because the 90s was that perfect era of everything, but, well... We had the war in Rwanda, we had the war in Bosnia, the war in Kosovo. Well, war, 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 war. But I do remember 1989. I do remember the war fell down, Eastern Europe opened up. And there was some hope, some optimism. We were end of an era with Reagan and Bush, and suddenly Bill Clinton took over. Well. I see it now. I think Bill Clinton may be a little conservative douchebag, but okay. We had some hope and we had some fucking ideas. When the 2000s started, we got the war in Iraq and the war in Afghanistan and George W. Bush. I thought maybe that should be the desperate bullshit from the conservative era. But no, it's getting worse. It's getting worse and it's getting worse and getting worse. Every year I've done this segment. I had tried to have some optimism. You can do this. You can vote. You can get up and down. and You can turn the world around if you want to. But I don't see much hope for 2024. I really don't. And I don't see people have some hope either. When I saw the last Star Trek show, I thought like, oh, now we have a show who tried to escape, create some optimism, tried to see some bit of the future can be like a dream because Star Trek had created dreams before and some of these dreams have done something for a lot of people but I think now it's worse when people say it's going to get much better before it gets worse now it's going to get worse before it, before it gets better I think it's going to be a lot worse Thousands and thousands of people are dying in Gaza, in Israel, in Ukraine, and we don't even fucking care. What happened? A lunatic is getting left in Argentina. A fucking conservative fucking Nazi shitbag is elected in the Netherlands. Orban in Hungary. Le Pen in France. And the conservatives fox ovens are still running the show in Britain. Where are the leaders? Where are the people who try to create something? I cannot see a light. I cannot see a person. I cannot see a European Bernie Sanders. And even in this, people don't dare to vote on them because they're afraid. Always afraid, no hope. And when they're afraid, sometimes they're so afraid that they accept the bullshit and just leave it, let it continue going on. 2024, I think, is going to be not a better year. I think it's going to be a worse year.
think knowledge is dead. Optimism is dead. And the world is slowly fucking dying. It's horrible to watch and it's not fun. The youth generation had done nothing. They went tr- straight into the trap and are not holding on in an endless stupid conflict with the right about what should we call some kind of people woke this and woke fucking that. We're insulted on everything. We cannot fight for a woke cause if not the person who is fighting the cause is totally fucking perfect. What went wrong? I don't know. Maybe I do know if I think too hard, but I don't want to think too hard because it's been more than fucking depressed. I'm going to keep on making this segment in 2024. I don't know how many people listen to it, but I want to start something. And I hope you can join me. So everyone want to take a chat about what I'm talking about and maybe you can share some thoughts and maybe start something. I'm willing to do so. So, what is it about 2024 we can do differently? I don't know, but you can start somewhere. This was Tron with Tron Tells the Truth. That was uh, Tron Telling the Truth and uh, talking about the truth. Uh, look, it's uh, very dark around me. Oh, right. Yeah, um, that, yeah. Was, that was a really weird timing. Right as Tron tells the truth is happening, you lost power at your house. And actually, your audio does not sound that much different. It just sounds a little different. Yeah, it's not crap crap. It's uh, it's a pretty good headset. So, uh, yeah, for listeners that uh, I were like, hmm, he sounds a little bit different. Yes, I'm on my phone. <laughs> yeah. I- I'm stealing Luke's gimmick. Yeah, I'm the one that usually loses power uh, all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is it windy there, or is it just ra- is it random? No, it's it's snow. I think it's oh, it's, it's the I snow, it's, right? Yeah, I think it just, uh, it's just it's power on the snow. But I I looked outside and it's like dark in the whole like neighborhood there. So it could have just I'm been assuming... a, a branch got weighed down by snow and it broke and right. fell on. Yeah, yeah, it could be anything. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Right. Uh, I have, I've seen almost nothing on TV this week because guess what? There was nothing on TV this week. It was kind of weird that there's like, because the last couple of weeks seemed to have been pretty busy with uh, television, mm-hmm. and this week definitely slowed yeah. down. Um, but one thing that did come out this week was my life with the Walter Boys. Yeah. Okay. This was on Netflix. It was like the okay. only new thing on Netflix that I could find. Okay. Um, did you ever see that show Seventh Heaven when you were a kid? I did, yeah. Seventh Heaven. Is that the one that's about, like, they have all the adopted kids, right? Or am I thinking... Yes, okay. yeah, yeah. That's this and, show, uh, basically... It, it, oh, go ahead. No, no, the dad, uh, that guy that plays the dad uh, is a pet file. <laughs> okay, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. This show is similar to that in that a, there's a girl you meet right at the very beginning. Her family dies, but you don't actually find out why right away. Like, they they keep it a secret. Um, so she mm-hmm. goes to live with her mother's friend, who's like the godmother of this child who's now lost her whole family. Uh, but she already has foster kids. And so there's, I don't know, 20 kids in this house or something. So it's very, felt very 7th okay. Heaven-y, 
just from that premise, right? Um, mm-hmm. And then it follows her life, like going to high school, uh, falling in love with boys. It's very yaw. Uh, mm. It has Nikki Rodriguez and Sarah Rafferty, and then a bunch of other random ass people in it. Mm. It's not that interesting. It's very kind of blah um, in the sense that it's mostly just showing you this girl's life and what she's having to deal with after her family, you know, passes away. Um, there isn't a lot of like, there's no like mystery to it. There's no comedy aspect to it. Really. It's just watching somebody live their life. Who's kind of having a difficult time, you know, that's it. So I'd give this a 3.5. Sounds amazing. Uh, I don't know. Vanity Fair is saying that <laughs> Nikki Rodriguez is the best, uh, the big, the big new Yaw star of the year. So I don't know what that means. All right. Uh, she's in the show uh, that's very Yaw. I'm guessing, and she's big. Is she very tall? No, maybe she's actually really, really well. Maybe it's just everybody else in the show is tall, but she's very short compared to everybody <laughs> else in the show. <laughs> I'm, I'm just guessing because I have never seen this show. Uh, I did see the final of uh, Squid Game, though. That was fun. Yeah, the finale, which they... I, f- I kind of assumed it was going to be an extra long final episode, but yeah, it, it was the same length. So I don't yeah. really understand why they split it off from the second half, other than just... I don't know, what what, what do you think? I I think it's retaining of, of uh, people. Keeping the hype I, up? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And making people and, watch uh, all the way to the end, kind of, because like exactly makes you want to keep going. Uh, I get that. And I I also think that uh, it was really good. Uh, I think the final uh, game was really really fun, even though it was extremely sing- uh, simple. It was uh, uh, rock paper scissor, and they did it in a quite interesting way. I thought. Right, it wasn't uh, like yeah. best two out of three rock paper scissors wins. It was right rock paper scissors to pick a key, but there's a, in a box of keys, which some mm. there's only one real key that goes to this chest that has the money in it. Uh, so I don't know, who knows how many actual games of rock paper scissors they played because you know it's edited. It could have right. been a hundred rock right. paper scissors games for all we know. Yeah, we tried to guess how many keys was there in the beginning, and it looked like it was uh, really, really less. Uh, but that's just it. The other thing the, is they uh, never done. showed a tie rock paper scissors, which you know happens all the time in rock right. paper scissors. No, they sh- they showed one tie. Oh, did they? Okay, I I yeah yeah, yeah I don't yeah, remember yeah. it, but like you know they edited At out least. a ton of those. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know there were more games than they showed, I guess is my point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they did, uh, like, fast fast one, uh, also, where they kind of showed, uh, like, in a very, like, fast succession. So it ended up being Mai, who is, the, like, the old... I want to say she was the oldest contestant out of everybody, possibly, uh, even at the beginning. I, I mean, not 100%, definitely one of the oldest. And then... Yeah. Possibly one of the youngest, the, like... Long-haired yeah. uh, guy, Surfer dude. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he he had a. 
I think she had more of a character arc in the show. So if like agree, you really yeah. watched it and saw like how they were focusing so much on her the whole time, and then he kind mm-hmm. of shows up right towards the end, and then you're focusing on him. Uh, mm-hmm. I think they kind of choreographed the ending a little bit, but I still kind of wanted him to yeah. win. I, I, mm. But, you know, it was somewhat of a game of luck at the end. Not 100%, because their strategy going, like, once you get into rock, paper, scissors, like, especially when you're mm-hmm. doing that many games, right? Yeah. Um, Mai seemed to have a big family to use her money on as well. Like, she talked about her daughter and uh, things like that. So, I, I really felt for her. I also liked the game she was kind of playing. She didn't write uh, uh, she didn't play clean, and I, I kind of liked that as well. She's like, oh, I don't like you. I'm going after you. Okay. I, I, that's yeah. a risky strategy in this kind of game. Yeah. But it oh, yeah. worked out. I so, agree. So what are you going to do? Yeah. It was, like, funny that she never... She had a an alliance at one point that wasn't... Mm-hmm. She was never, like, the head of an alliance or, like, even, like... No. Never. One of the main people of an alliance. She just had that mm-hmm. random alliance where they brought her in just because she was standing there while they were talking. Uh, right. It's interesting to me that every other alliance fell mostly because of how the game was structured. To it almost yeah. the game was structured to break up groups in certain parts. Yeah. Especially in the marble game. Well, yeah, that's obvious. But even yeah. in like the uh, one where. They have to pick uh, for the rest of the people in the line. Right. Like that's yeah, if that you make really the wrong. Good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, uh, good ending. I liked it. I will give the whole show, like I said, probably an eight point five. See, it's actually very um, controversial. A lot of people hate this show, mostly because yeah. of the idea you made a show which we said this before, but you you made a show about a show that is anti-capitalist, showing, like, mm. how terrible a show like this would be, and then you made yeah. that show. And it's like... Yeah. Uh, apparently nobody there, like, sees the irony in that, but it was still entertaining, mm. so I'd give it a seven. Okay. Uh, my turn. All right. Um, yes. I saw something called High Tides... Uh, High tides, okay. Let me guess. Does it have anything to do with waves or drugs? Um, no. It was actually just about some place in Belgium. Yep. Oh. <laughs> That's it's like some that. super rich, rich-ass place in Belgium. Um, it's like some kind of like a resort town where all these rich right. people are vacationing. And so it's like mm. the summer, and there's this one kid named Don, who is like our main character, and he actually lives there and works there, and all these rich people always show up on the summer, uh, and he's like the local, and they're, he considers them the outsiders, but then he ends up mm. befriending some of them, but right at the beginning of the first episode, you see that something bad happens to this one girl, and then they flash mm. ten days previous uh after you know the first two minutes they go 10 days previous Mm -hmm. and then you're just the show is kind of building up to find out what actually happened uh to this girl Mm -hmm. in in the ocean hence the name high tides 
Mm. Uh, the acting's fine, I guess. It's a, li- it's a little yaw, because they're all kind of high school people hanging out together. Um, right. There's some fun kind of like uh, party sex uh, kind of raver scenes in this that were kind of fun. The main character mm. is a little dull. He's like, he's played, he's very downplays it to the point where you're like, this would this person would be boring to hang out with in real life. Um, really? But everybody acts like he's like super, oh, he's so dream, not dreamy, what's the word for it? Uh, elusive. He's so elusive, mm. you know? Um, uh, yeah, so it, uh, it, it was interesting. The, the dub, the dub was really bad. Overall, mm. I'd give it like probably a six. It's probably a six show. What was the original language, may I ask? Uh, I don't know. What do they speak in Belgium? I guess Bel- French? Uh, Bel- Belgium, I am guessing. Whatever they I don't speak know. in Belgium. What do they speak? I think they speak French in Belgium. Belgium or Belgium? Yeah, because I was like, is there anything called Benglish? <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm sure that's not the thing. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. Okay, I saw Big Brother Reindeer. Oh, they games. speak Dutch, apparently. Oh, Dutch. Okay. And then French is uh, the second language, which that's what I, I was okay. thinking. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, I saw Big Brother Reindeer games. Look, that was a show. You told me some weeks ago that there would be a spin-off of Big Brother. I didn't think it would be this. <laughs> I actually had it on my list to mention that they had announced what it was going to be last week and I didn't even say it in the mm. TV round because I kind of put it off to the side of my list so I missed it but mm. <clears throat> yeah it's not Big Brother that's for sure <laughs> it's not it's got Big it's Brother big alumni in it. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I would almost comp- it's like a Big Brother's all-star cast but they're not playing yes. Big Brother all-stars it's reindeer no. games so yes well, it's kind of Big Brother themed. They're in the Big Brother house. They're calling mm-hmm. it what the Santa's workshop, though. In this, everybody's yeah. dressed up in Christmas sweaters the whole time, which is kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. It's got a bunch of people that you've seen if you watch Big Brother, and then other people would know Frankie Grande, even though he's like mm-hmm. in the Big Brother universe. People hate him. Other people like him in other universes. Like he's, mm-hmm. it's weird. Frankie Grande is liked in, uh. If you go to like places that are talking about uh, other shows he's been in, people like him about when he's in those shows. When he's in Big mm-hmm. Brother, people hate him. <laughs> so it's just very <laughs> weird, uh, weird dynamic with that guy. Some of the other people were, you know, previous winners, and then there was the one mm-hmm. guy from this this last season who won mm-hmm. um, America's Favorite. Who, yeah, yeah. Uh, the game itself is different than Big Brother in that there is no what head of the ho- head of the house. There's right. no real um, voting for elimination. Everything, all the right. eliminations are uh, based on games, based on the winner or the losers of the games. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and then what they do is they do one game, and then that game determines the final two, and those two go against each mm-hmm. other to determine who leaves the house. The other thing is, yeah. The head of household room they turned into just like an office where they can. T- and that was so funny. Do where they can have so little different. discussions, but <laughs> yeah. they also that makes me think that they're not actually staying the night in the house, right? You know what? I I was thinking that they could not sleep there, right? 
Well, they didn't show them sleeping either. They never showed them yeah. go even go to the beds. We never we never saw the beds. We they, none of them brought in bags into the house with yeah, clothing right. or anything. I think they mm. are just coming there during the day, going home and sleeping in their house at night, and then coming back. Yeah, that's. I think that's what's happening. Or a hotel nearby, or something like. But that. depending on where they're from, they're exactly right. right. Yeah, Frankie Grande yeah. is going and staying at his own house because he lives in L.A. <laughs> yeah, he lives like next to the Big Brother house. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. But uh, yeah, no, this was fun though. It it was fun. I liked it. It was it was different. It's different. It's definitely not Big Brother. It's going to be no. a short season. I can already tell that because they're going to eliminate yeah, yeah. somebody each episode like this. It's all. Yeah. It can only be what eight episodes, nine eight episodes. I'm thinking ten episodes yeah. long at most. Yeah. If they like skip uh, an elimination or whatever, mm. that's possible. I guess they could have one week where they don't eliminate somebody. So yeah. to, just to extend it. Uh, the characters are interesting, though, just because you have all these all-stars, yeah. so there's a lot of, what, clashing um, personalities and old stories mm -hmm. that go into it, because, like, people have been on previous seasons and are bringing in old beefs sometimes. That's also interesting. Yeah. Ooh, I had the flash of light. Your light's almost turned back on? Uh, let's see. There it is. Yay! Power! <laughs> Power! Uh, but yeah, uh, let's talk about uh, the last thing that we saw, both of us. Uh, okay. No, you you had one more thing, didn't you? No, that was it, right? Yeah, that oh. was it. Uh, Surviving Paradise, episode 8. Episode 8, or second to last episode. Yeah. The tables are turned, players exiled from the villa get payback on the way out. An excruciating decision forces the insiders to reveal where their true loyalties lie. Uh, okay, let's talk about this right away. I am so hungry to talk about this. Okay. Because we have a love couple that uh, uh, have said they, that they loved each other. In the last episode, uh, yeah. In the last episode. And now, for some reason... Uh, because she said, oh, I'm going to go to the camp. And he agreed with her. She is having doubts. Well, we should explain the game first. So the game was like almost like the rock game and squid games where they they pair off the, pe the insiders. There were eight insiders, so we have four pairs, right? Was that right? Right. Yeah. yeah. And so each one of the pairs, they have to decide between each other. However, they make a decision in, they gave him 10 minutes, I believe. To mm -hmm. one of them has to go to camp and one of them gets to stay, and when they paired off, the two, uh, the couple obviously went together, and so they had to pick between them who was going to go and who wasn't. She volunteers to go to the camp and then get yep. gets mad when he doesn't offer for her to go to the camp. Um, yep. And we were like, well, he, well, it is kind of a dick move not to even offer. But he was oh, yeah, correct yeah, sure. in the sense that game strategy-wise, like game theory, mm -hmm. it's better for him to be in the camp than her because he does ha he hasn't yeah. rustled any feathers, he hasn't made any enemies, nope. she has. So, it's, yeah. for their both of their games, it's better for him to be in this position, but she's still mad at him. She would not agree more. Even yeah. though 
she offered to begin with. <laughs> right. Very confusing. And and she also, for some reason, manipulates herself to believe that he was the one that said she should leave. Uh, well, she she convinced herself that he he was playing her this whole time and just waiting for this right. moment to screw her over is yes. basically more yeah. a better ex- yeah. uh, description of how she was feeling, I guess. But right. I don't know. It could that also be game strategy where she's just pl- playing people in camp? It could be a little bit. I, I hope so, because... Where she's, like, throwing them off the Strang- scent that they're actually still working together. See what I'm saying? Strangely enough, this is the thing I have the most emotions about when it comes to this show. I really want them to be a couple and be happy. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little bit invested in them now. They're, yeah, I mean... they, they literally, in this episode, the beginning part, they're in the villa... And that's where they do, like, this weird thing where we almost thought he was going to propose. Like, propose, yes. Because they're standing on this, like, platform over this, like, majestic um, ocean view. Everyone's mm. standing around. The cameras are focused solely on them. And we're like, mm. this is, like, what you do when you propose. But he just <laughs> says, I love you. And everybody's like, okay. <laughs> that's so cute, though. And there was one guy that agreed with us as far as back at the camp. When she gets back to the camp and she's complaining about mm. what he did, there's one guy back there who's like, uh, I think he made the right choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she has, uh, she's been, she, she will never ever win. Uh, he has a very good chance to win, I would say. Uh, I, I... Huh? He's made a lot of selfless decisions. I mean, the first thing yeah. he did that was a big game move was, like, the fish thing, which didn't go anywhere, yeah. right? But yeah, it seems like he's made a lot of goodwill up until this episode, where she's, yeah, like, talking shit exactly. about him, but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, did I explain the rules, Look. No, we still don't know how they're going to win, but I assume oh, the next cool. episode, all it's going to be is, like, one big council meeting. Because we en- ended this on a cliffhanger <laughs> yeah. where one person got eliminated uh, from the outsiders, right? And now mm-hmm. the next episode, we're going to start out and somebody's going to get eliminated from the insiders? I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I have a sneaking suspicion of uh, who's not going to win. But uh, I, I literally couldn't tell you who wins there because guess what? I don't know the rules. Well, there's that. But just by the <laughs> editing style and the way that they're like portraying certain characters and following certain people, I'm going to say Lelise mm-hmm. is the one that wins. I also, yeah, that's a good, that's a good shot. And it's not based on any yeah. gameplay or anything. It's just the way they've edited the show. Yeah. And I know I've watched Maybe. enough reality shows to know those how this yeah. kind of works. Yeah. Uh, we will wait. Uh, we will do that next week. Uh, we will tell her this that we will not do another show before uh, the end of January because guess what? Now we're putting on full gear. We will talk about that a little later in the show. But uh, the next coming weeks, we will do an 
lot of things that we we'll do at the end of the year on the beginning of next year. So right. you can uh, hear, listen to that uh, at, at the end of the show. All right, Game Awards happened. Um, Baldur's Gate three one. I think you talked about that last mm. week, right? Yeah, I said I said they would probably win any everything, uh, and uh, I wasn't incorrect. <laughs> I mean, they won almost everything. Oh, okay. They won Game of the Year, and that's maybe the the most uh, important one. Uh, for game design, uh, that I saw uh, that Alan Wake won. Alan Wake also went uh, 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 for best narrative and best art direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, best score was Final Fantasy. Best audio design was High Rai Rush. Best performance was Neil uh, Newborn for Baldur's Gate. Games for Impact was Ticha. Uh, best ongoing game. This was a kind of controversial pick uh, because uh, Cyberpunk 2077 won over like Apex, Final Fantasy, Fortnite, and Genshin Impact. People were uh, saying, oh, Cyberpunk is not really an ongoing game. It's the one game that they fixed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I and think I, the I most interesting it. thing here for us as far as like following TVs and movies and stuff is best adaption, mm-hmm. uh, meaning a TV, movie, comic, and more, which is game-inspired, which is a game-inspired project. Mm-hmm. Last of Us won for the TV show, which I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. Gran Turismo, no. Twisted Metal, Super Bar- Mario Brothers, the movie were in there against it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like the most interesting one to me that's not a big gamer. Mm-hmm. Um, which yeah. I'm not so, like. Was Last of Us was just a good show in general. It wasn't even like you know uh, yeah, a good show, you know, just in the genre of video game shows. It was just a good television program. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Uh, Audible. Let's talk about audibletrial.com forward slash adc. That's audibletrial.com forward slash adc. If you want to read about video games, you can go there and get an audiobook for free. Uh, you get a 30-day trial and a free audiobook. Cancel any time. You get to keep the book. That's audibletrial.com forward slash ADC. Okay, movie time. I am going to start with movies, I guess. Uh, I saw a, a very unknown artist's uh, concert this week called Taylor Swift. Have you heard about her? Uh, yeah, I, I have. Yeah. Yeah, she's I saw... kind of famous a little bit. A tiny, tiny bit famous. I saw Taylor Swift, the Ares Tour Extended Edition. Uh, had fun with that. Three hours of Taylor Swift. That's always fun. Um, yeah, I thought it was really, really fun. I uh, think she's a really good actress, believe it or not. And very good singer, of course. Uh, but yeah, it was v- more a show than a concert, it felt like. It felt like something made for the movies instead of like a, a concert. I knew, know there were people there, but it made, it was very filmatically interesting as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I I very much enjoyed it. I'm going to give it an eight. Yeah, 
I feel like when I was younger, concert movies were like a thing, and they've really yeah. fallen off in the last bunch of years. But this, yeah. I wonder if this will like add, like if we'll see a resurgence. You know what I'm saying? Or if mm-hmm. it's just because it's Taylor Swift and people will see anything that Taylor Swift's in. That's the other right. Yeah. Uh, I saw. Let's talk about Mr. Monk's last case. I know you saw this, right? Yeah. Um. I don't know if it's going to be the last Monk movie, but they're saying it's going to be. Yeah, I don't believe them anymore because they have said that before. <laughs> have they? Okay. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's, it was fun. It's similar to a lot of Monk stuff. It was a little more depressing, I guess, than some of them. It's got oh, yeah. some uh, weird undertones the whole time of him, of what mm-hmm. he wants to do with his life. Um, it was It was fun, though. I, I thought mm-hmm. the comedy was good. A lot of returning characters. The case was interesting enough. I I thought I had it figured out and then uh, didn't right at the I end. Also, yeah. I also thought I had it figured out. Um, but yeah, it, it, it was a case where they're going after this billionaire for killing one of his detractors, right? And mm-hmm. the guy was... The billionaire was definitely, what, a mix of Elon Musk... Jeff Bezos, yeah, and maybe a little Richard Branson in there, right? Mm-hmm. I think they say mix those three people together, and that's who the guy was in this, the character mm-hmm. type. Um, so that was a little fun. I'd give the whole thing what, like a seven point five? I'm thinking. I give it an eight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I really like it. It, uh, it felt very monk. It felt like you said it was. Uh, on the darker side of Monk, mm-hmm. uh, but I liked it. It was very fun. Uh, he very he's very made for this kind of uh, 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 roles, and I I enjoy him. I wish I wish they made more Monk. It's it's weird <laughs> that he everybody around him gets older, and somehow this guy stays the same age. Yeah, <laughs> it's right? very, very weird. Like yeah. he is. Ageless. It's Benjamin Button. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah. Everybody, like, all the other cast members that have been around just as long, they definitely look older, but not him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. What else did you see? Well, I saw uh, The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Okay. Uh, have you heard about this? No, I haven't. Oh, it's the new Hunger Games movie. Oh, okay. I never it's watched a, any of the Hunger Games movies, so there you go. Ah, it's a prequel. Uh, with uh, Rachel Segler, Tom Blith, and Viola Davis, oh. for example. All right. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, one of the very few times I've been to the cinema this year. Uh, but it was fun. I mean... I had absolutely no expectations whatsoever going into this mm. uh, because uh, I'm not that fond of the sequels that are prequels, if you know what I mean. And and I'm I'm I wouldn't say I'm the biggest fan of the three first movies, four four movies, uh, first movies, if you really. Count it, but I, I I can't part one and two of the last one as one. Okay. Uh, but uh, uh, this was about Snow and how he uh, develops feelings for a lady in the tent Hunger Games. I want to say. Uh, 
And uh, I think uh, the guy that plays uh, Snow in this kind of brought his interpretation of what Snow will become in the later movies uh, into it. So I felt like he did it the correct way. So I'm I'm going to say that I was uh, pleasantly surprised by this movie. I uh, will give it a 7.5. Actually, it's uh, it's it has its fault and uh, it felt very uh, American. Uh, but uh, there's some good things about it. So, yeah, 7.5. I mean, these movies are quintessentially American, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah. Nobody else thinks this way. Uh, yeah. Oh, Leave the World Behind was the new Netflix movie, right? Ooh. Which I think they were going for something here. They were definitely trying... They were going... They were trying something... in different here is what it felt like to me a little bit yeah uh i'm going to say this this is the most m night Shyamalan movie i ever seen without m night Shyamalan in it it is a little m night shamalani shamalani <laughs> it is definitely very um Shyamalan-y. yeah i don't know if it's kind of got a a difference uh, it definitely felt Netflixy. There's like a new Netflix like mm. feeling to movies, and this one definitely had it. I can't really mm. describe it, but I, and I don't really know what the feeling is. But there's something about mm. like the way it's put together, the the way it looks and everything. Mm. Um, yeah, but this is about a group or a family who goes to a vacation home, kind of last spur of the moment right it's like they wake mm-hmm. up one morning and she's like let's get out of the city for no reason other than just we want to go uh get be on vacation uh in the middle of the night the h- owners of the house show back up i guess actually the does the boat happen yeah the boat happens first yeah the boat happened first yeah so the boat runs ashore a giant oil tanker while they're at the beach they go home and they're like well that was a little weird mm-hmm. um they don't have any internet, they don't have any TV, and then you slowly start to find out that uh, there's something happening in the world, right? I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I don't even think we can ruin that, because it's kind of up for d- interpretation. It is up for debate, yeah. What happened? I think you, depending on who you are, you can interpret it how you want to interpret it. I think yeah. it's the way the movie was put together. Yeah. I... I'm going to say this. I think I love this movie. Like, really, really loved it. Uh, I thought it was thought-provoking. There are some very good scenes in this. There are some, some, something about the filmography that really got me and also like I said it felt very M. Night shyamalan if I could compare it to anything I would maybe like compare it to signs that's maybe the closest I come to I can see that uh, I guess I was uh, yeah it kind of um it kind of makes it has a weird feeling of the what was the um, uh what was the last Jordan Peele movie called? It had a little bit of a feeling of that movie, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Yes, very much so. 
very much so. Yes, I can definitely see that. Um, uh, I, I, I think I, I definitely can see that. That's a good uh, shot there. I never knew but, this yeah. until just now, but did you know that this is connected to the TV show Mr. Robot? No. Uh, this Leave the World Behind takes place in the Mr. Robot Extended Universe. Uh, really? There are some Easter eggs that in the movie. Sense. Samuel Sam Esmail's first feature since the success of Mr. Robot as well. Um, but, mm. like... If you see what this movie, what they portray, some of the things that happen in the movie... I can definitely see that when you say that, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that until just now, but it's, you know, that makes sense now that I think about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's super yeah, interesting. Yeah, um, I thought all the acting was really good, but I think, like, the symbolism oh, so of some of, like, the storytelling is the most interesting oh. part. Like, with the deer in the woods. Oh, so good. And the te the Teslas, which is, like... Yes. I wonder if they had to get permission on that, or whether they just did it. I wonder if they didn't care. Right, uh, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot of symbolism so in the show. There are so many things that movie. I... Uh, yeah, and I, and I sit... I, I like it when a movie gets me to think and feel yeah. so many different things. And question. And this movie... Yeah. yeah. And this movie really, like I said, this is one of my favorite movies of this year. And like I, I said, really it's really up for interpretation, kind of the whole movie. So like, yeah, you're not just questioning wall and questioning and like thinking about it while you're watching the movie. After you're done watching, you're still like, mm -hmm. there's still questions to be asked. It's still like, mm -hmm. well, did it really mean this, or did was that all like fake for some reason? Yeah, or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. In, like all these different scenarios in the movie. Um, the one negative I'd say is the whole time I'm thinking these fucking people are idiots. Why are they so dumb? That <laughs> was one of the negatives. I, this family is yeah. a family of complete yeah. morons. Is what I was thinking the whole time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, they really got to me with that boat scene. That's an amazing beginning of a uh, of a movie as well. I think the deer scene is what got me. The first or the when, yeah. not the first deer scene, but the one where the little girl first sees Girl, the deer. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Because so you see scary. the deer before that, but when you first yes, when you, you when do. the little girl sees it, that's when you go, oh, what the hell? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, what did you give this one? Oh yeah, scores. I didn't even think about that. Oh, definitely like a I'm thinking a nine. Yeah. Yep. Yep. For me as well. Yeah, no, this is definitely a nine. Uh, it's a movie that I can't wait to see another time. Now that you mentioned uh, the connection, mm -hmm. I really want to see it one more time to see if I can see those clues. They said, yeah, in the article I was reading, they said that there's Easter eggs if you pay attention. So yeah, I, know, I guess you you know, definitely have to watch it again with that mindset. And there's probably, right. I bet you I anything, there's already lists. There's probably lists out there yeah. you could follow while you're watching if you really don't want to yeah. miss miss any any of them. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about uh, the Hollywood strike. Hey, isn't that over? Uh, well, they what we talked about is when, last time we talked about it, they had made an agreement, but they hadn't signed it. So what's happened this week is they ratified the ending the contract, um, meaning they signed okay. everything, and now it's ratified. Where before they had agreed on the terms, they hadn't signed off on the terms yet. And so the strike hadn't ended until this week. 
mm-hmm. and the U.S. actor SAG AFTRA has ratified his contract with the Hollywood Studios a month after the tentative deal was agreed upon. Although actors have already returned to work, the ratification formally ends the strike, which began July 14th. Right, so this week there was another article I read that was all about actors getting back into auditions, which had that mm-hmm. had completely stopped even up until this week there wasn't nobody was auditioning for anything unless it was the stuff that had been agreed upon by the act uh, the actors guild so mm. yeah i can't uh, wait to finally hear that they're starting making moves again so that's good yeah it is good i mean we're yeah. not going to see the you know it's going to be six months to a year till we see the you know oh, yeah, yeah. it pick back up but it's it's good and it, and it looks like the deal was a good deal for the actors and everything else. So I, yeah, yeah. As long as the studios got screwed over, I'm happy. <laughs> okay, Luke. Let's talk a little about what's co- coming up in the next weeks. Not only week, because like I was teasing in uh, the show, we're uh, starting with wrapping up and. Uh, doing things in the next weeks. Right. So, so what are we doing? So we probably, I'm guessing we're going to do short news segment next week. Maybe like yeah. just one news story and maybe even no news if there's nothing that's super interesting to talk about, right? Because mm-hmm. we yeah. don't want to waste the time on it because we're going to be spending most of our time next week doing our top five best and worst movies of 2023. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to have Triv on for that. That'll be fun. Uh, we'll still do what a, a few different other things, but mostly next week is just going to be that. The week after that, yeah. top five best worst TV shows of 2023. Um, mm-hmm. Which that'll round out the year at the beginning of next year on the first uh, uh, in January. We're going to do the biggest scandal of 2023 tournament. And then the second week in January, we're going to do top five most anticipated uh, TVs and movies of 2024. Yeah. So uh, look forward to four weeks of a lot of uh, things that is both coming up and, uh, yeah, putting the year down as a year. Uh, as a show as well uh, it's uh, something I am always looking forward to doing it's uh, definitely a highlight of the year I had on my list this week of things to do start on my movie list which I procrastinated mm-hmm. on and I have not even started on yet so that's good <laughs> I, I'm very happy that I have started very 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 loosely okay yeah I'm, uh, I gotta yeah, start today very... otherwise I'm I know I'm going to procrastinate again, but it's not like I don't have it all written down. It's all right here in my notebook. I just have to, like, compile it into one page. We will also talk about the last episode of Surviving Paradise, but that will be the uh, last show that we're... or the last episode of any show of this year and the beginning of next year as well. All right, Jeremy Round, let's talk some random internet... Uh, drama. Let's see what happened this week. Uh, <laughs> Is it random? Well, there's a lot of random internet stuff. I guess the first thing, we'll start with something kind of funner. This game, Lethal Company, is definitely blown up online and everybody and their mom is playing it, for sure. Oh my god. 
Yeah. Like, you can't go on YouTube or Twitch or anywhere else without seeing somebody playing Lethal Company. Yeah. Uh, it looks fun, though. It definitely reminds me of, like, a, like the kind of a, a better experience than Among Us, but kind of a similar, like, group dynamic, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. 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 I mean, I have, uh, uh, as I hinted in the intro, I have used this uh, week to play uh, the minecraft light version of uh, Fortnite, Lego Fortnite. Jesus Christ, I'm having such fun with it. Yeah, it's you can actually turn it... This is what I heard, is you can turn it into just like regular, uh, not you know creative mode like you can in Minecraft, right? Where you can yeah. just build shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. I am having such a blast with it. And it's free. Like, I, I literally don't understand how this is free. Because, because it's, it's a it's, giant it's... commercial for Lego? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's so fun. Oh, yeah. It is so fun. But it's it definitely being subsidized by that, where Lego's like, oh my god, we're getting so much free publicity and free advertising yeah. for this to like our exact demographic that we want to sell to you know what i mean yeah but it, it, it i mean it's not as uh as minecraft you can't dig into the earth and mine for diamond diamonds and things sure. like that yet but holy fuck you can yeah yeah yet but uh, you can build whatever you want I feel like and, uh, uh, there could be some issues if they started going too far down the Minecraft route and make it, you know, like, there could be lawsuits if you, like, make it so closely to uh, M Minecraft. But, I mean, mm. building in Lego is already a thing, so, yeah, yeah. that makes sense to me. Every Like, I don't think they're going to go too far down the mining path. I don't think so, but maybe. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I've played seven hours of this, and I'm having a blast. <laughs> like, are you really, playing, really. like, the actual game game, or are you just no. playing around? I'm just playing around. Yeah, okay, cool. It's like, I, I don't, I, I, I couldn't care two shits about Fortnite. Right. Like, I, I don't play Fortnite. But this is nothing like for I. This is also what I really. I, I. I guess I don't really understand how this is like a part of of Fortnite. Like it's in. It's the, in the same the servers. Universe. Yeah. Yeah. They're using the same technology for this as they were for Fortnite. I mean, Fortnite's changed so much since it originally. Like I remember watching Fortnite streams when it kind of first got popular. And it was, like, all this mm. very fast gameplay with a ton of building and, like, uh, gaining resources and everything. And it's changed so much. It's really crazy to see how they have evolved this game to kind of, like, make... It's not even the same game it was then. It's, like, a completely mm. different game. It's very strange. Yeah, yeah. That, like... Uh, game, the way games are now, it's not like a thing that's like, okay, this is what the game is. It's continuously, like, mm -hmm. morphing and changing and, like, always becoming something new to, like, either... Which either makes people happy or pissed off. Most of the time, pissed off. But Fortnite I mean, seems to... This is going... Fortnite yeah. seems to get it right more than not, as far as I can tell. Yeah, I mean, The Weeknd is going to have his opening concert in Fortnite. Eminem like, had, had a concert... In Fortnite? Yeah. Yeah. And they have, like, a, a concert version of Fortnite where you can, like, play Guitar Hero. 
And there's there's a third version of uh, Fortnite that's like a bit made by a, a car thing where you can like run around in a circle trying to like uh, smash into other cars. It's so fucking weird. Well, it's just becoming roadblocks with way better gra- graphics. Is that yes. all it is? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's talk about uh, the completionist, I guess. Okay. Yeah, let's talk about that. So, uh, a very fast recap. He got uh, called out uh, by an ordinary gamer and Carl uh, f- because of uh, his uh, not using six hundred thousand uh, dollars in his uh, charity uh, donations. Charity, yeah, uh, for dementia. Uh, he finally responded. I think it is one of the worst response videos in quite a while. Well, this was the second response because he did release that one thing that showed like the that all the money was in the bank account, which right. and this was the first response video. Yeah, there you go. Yes. Yeah. And it's pretty terrible because uh, during the the uh, thing he tries to explain it, he does a terrible, terrible explanation of how things uh, ended out. Right. But in the end of the video, and this is probably my biggest gripe with this, he goes after uh, the people that called him out for this and are saying that he will sue them. And uh, there was this comment that I sent you that was kind of funny from uh, at John 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 says, uh, good luck winning two defamation lawsuits against people saying you did something that you admitted to doing. <laughs> right, exactly. And <laughs> like you, ha- the other thing is you have to prove damages for a defamation lawsuit to go through. What right. would be the damages in this scenario other than like I have no showing clue. that maybe yeah. his views went down on on YouTube? Like there's no, yeah, it. that's just it. They, people always say I'm going to sue you, it, and it never is a yeah, real. Yeah. It's never real, <laughs> at least not on uh, then, YouTube. Yeah, then the uh, some ordinary gamer came back uh, with a response video to the completionist. But uh, yeah, uh, I think if you really want to go, uh, go and watch a very good video about this whole drama, I think you should uh, watch Asmund Gold TV. He has some very good comments about this. And then watch the completionist uh, or uh, the some ordinary gamers response because that also was really good. Yeah, Asmund is definitely hit or miss with his takes on things sometimes, but mm-hmm. that was a pretty good video. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the last thing I had down is Steve. <laughs> oh yeah, we should talk about that. Everybody talking about it wasn't just like they were the first people to talk about it, but everybody yeah. was talking about the what was it? not spiked lemonade, whatever it was. The uh, <laughs> spiked, yes. It's what we should call it. Let's call it. Yeah, uh, yeah. The the Panera lemonade. Uh, there even yeah. uh, did you see the breaking points? They did a video did, on it, yeah. and they actually yeah. tried the lemonade or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they had some... I, Sagar always has bad takes on anything that it has anything mm-hmm. to do with drugs. So I wasn't expecting yes. him to have a good take on this one either. <laughs> but it everybody made it... Like, yeah. 
Moist Critical made a video on it. Uh, mm-hmm. There was a few other people. Uh, H3 in their podcast mm-hmm. talked about it. A few other people did videos on it, and it was like, def- oh, I, I think what happened is uh, on TikTok, it actually did become a challenge, which we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. You, Fro, you were like, are people, is this going to actually give them good PR and people are going to start going right. and drinking this because it's bad? Yes. And that's exactly <laughs> yeah. what happened. Literally. That's exactly what happened. The next day, people were, people were <laughs> going on TikTok and doing the uh, Panera Lemonade Challenge where, yeah, yeah which was actually very, uh, it's just silly and kind of mm-hmm. mocking the people who died in a way, but it's also... You can't get over the fact that this company is selling a deadly lemonade. It's that concept yeah. is just funny to begin with. De- deadly lemonade is just funny. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. It's uh Yeah, it was interesting to to see it everywhere after we covered it. Uh I would I will really say that we were on the ball on this. It definitely kind of came out of, like, I just randomly saw an article about it, and then we talked about it, and I was like, okay, uh, this was a weird story, but then the amount that it actually did blow up, I think it really did have to mm. do with the uh, Grimace Shake, because people were comparing it to that, which was, like, a viral thing that was fake. If you, I, you, I don't know if you, because you're not on TikTok. The Grimace no. Shake thing was, like, it was a promotion by McDonald's where they put out this milkshake that was purple. And then people on TikTok mm. did a trend where they f- pretended that the Grimace shake was killing them. Where, like, oh, they would do these fake little horror movies where they would, like, mm, a Grimace shake, and they'd drink it. And then they'd be, like, puking up purple vomit out mm. of, and, like, dying in convulsions on the ground. And then this mm. lemonade thing happened, and people were actually dying from a fast food drink, and so like the worlds collided, and I think that's really what happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, talking about McDonald's, they opened their first uh, cosmic. Uh, that yeah. is more more like, sorry. Yeah, I saw that. You sent me a thing. I almost put that yeah. in the news, but it got bumped by the uh, P story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they have lemonades, slushies, and frappes, so it's it's a little like McDonald's and Starbucks uh, have a, had a child together. Yeah, limited food options. It's like a drink place, is what it looks like. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe even like a breakfast place, so maybe they're just going to have like breakfast items. That would make more sense mm-hmm. than anything else. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess the last thing I had was that Deaf Noodles is like completely gone off the deep end, as far as I can tell. <laughs> oh my god! Either that, or he's Jesus doing this all because he knows he's going to get a paycheck by going full red pill. You know what I mean? Kind of. It's just like every. It's like uh, what's his name? I... Uh, the actor from uh, that was a YouTuber that got canceled for uh yeah. sexual harassment or whatever. That guy, Russell Brand, he went full red pill. Yeah. And that's when he started getting successful. And Deaf Noodles just got, like, right. totally canceled and had to build a whole new channel. So my thought is, like, yeah. his idea is, I'm going to do this even if I don't believe it, because it's going to make me money. Or do you think he yeah. actually believes I, this shit? I don't know. I had to unsubscribe to him. Like, literally. Yeah. Like, I, I'm, I'm so fucking tired of it. It is... that It's gone so far that way that I b- almost believe yeah. that it's, he doesn't, like, it's all a grift. Like, I, 
I hope so. I kind of think that it's all like it's all just uh, trying to build his channel with a new audience, and this is the audience he's trying yeah. to build. And it's really just such a it, the crazy part is like the the change that like he was so on one side of things, and now is so on the complete opposite uh, spectrum. It's like nuts. It's yeah. so nuts. Well, I'm a tiny bit surprised that you have not uh, got uh, this with you because all the fucking red pillars are talking about this little thing, but Destiny and Melina is getting a divorce. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't really follow Destiny, so <laughs> yeah. Uh holy fuck, it's crazy. Uh so very short uh, she found a guy in Sweden that gave her more attention than he he gave her. Uh, he says it uh, himself that he's, he was a terrible husband and didn't give her uh, enough attention. Uh, so the short version is that. And everybody on the right pill side is like celebrating this because... Uh, uh, he had an open marriage, mm -hmm. yeah. and this proves that open marriages doesn't work because nobody else in the world has ever gotten divorced when they were just a straight no. white couple. Yeah, nope, never, never. He said being divorced. That, that's how. That's how proof works. <laughs> yes. Because I'm definitely not divorced, Luke. Hint, hint, cough, cough. Right, and some of those people that are making those accusations have never, like, had a relationship and broken up before, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, cough, cough, hint, hint. Yeah, that sounds yes. like a dumb, some more dumb internet drama. Yeah. But, yeah, no, uh, he said he will never bash his ex-wife. And uh, uh, she signed a... What do you call it when you sign a prenup after you get married and before you get divorced? I don't know, a postnup? Postnuptials? Postnup. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, probably. I, yeah. I I don't know that that happens a lot. I'm not I yeah. I guess I've heard that word but before, she, but yeah. Yeah, but she did sign that. So that's nice, that's nice of her because he's worth a lot of money. Oh, is he? Well, yeah, I'd assume from Twitch and everything. Yeah, yeah. But it, I, like, I don't know anything about her, though. Is she? What does she do? Uh, she's also a model with OnlyFans and things like that. I'm sure she has her own fucking money. Oh, yeah. But, uh, of course, she ha he has more. Like, he's one of the originals, the, uh, the OGs. Like, he started with StarCraft back in the day. Like, right. he's, he's known for being a StarCraft player. Was he on Justin TV? Old. Is that yeah, yeah. how original oh, yeah. he is? Okay, then, yep. yeah. That's yep. OG, yeah, OG. Yeah. Okay, that's everything I have. That was it for me. I mean, there was the Matt Rife thing getting cancelled again for making fun of a six-year-old, ah. but we don't need to talk about that. Oh my god. He's a jerk. I realized last week how straight I am when somebody said Matt Rife is super attractive, and I was like, Really? Is I didn't it? even know. I didn't. I didn't know. That's why he had such a female, huge female audience. Because I looked at him, and I go, "This guy looks like a dopey moron." Like I don't. I was like, I, "I'm. I am really straight." Okay. I'm sure. Write him a letter. Say that he made you 
110% sure that you were straight. Right. I'm sure <laughs> very happy about that. Yeah, I had no clue that that was why he had such a big female audience until this weekend. Somebody pointed out, like, oh, he's got blue eyes and, like, a, a nice jawline or something. And I was like, okay, uh, all right, sir. Okay, okay. yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's weird. Okay, let's end it there. Uh, my name is Fro. My name is Luke. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody. Another, di another, digi another digital citizen. 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 Another digital citizen.